0: The adventures of two boss babes, navigating how to be modern women. You know you love them.
1: XOXO, boss babes. What's up, boss babes? We are back in the studio this week, bringing you a brand new episode of XOXO, boss babes. I'm your host, T.A.
0: And I'm your host, B. and we are so thrilled to be recording tonight's episode. We're here with our glass of champagne. Cheers, T.A. Cheers, B. Thank you so much for tuning in. We're so excited that you chose to click on this week's episode. And uh, hopefully you're also following us on Instagram at xoxobossbabes. And don't forget we record also on Thursdays our beauty banter. And this week's episode is gonna be all about highlights and glowing to the moon. So tune in for that as well. But tonight we are excited and I could go on for days because we are talking about the pressure on women we're just going to have a stream of consciousness. We're going to talk back and forth. TA and I are going to talk all about all the different sort of pressures on women. So what I thought we would start by was, what are some ideas that come to your mind, TA, when we talk about the pressure on women to, to be the best versions of themselves? What kind of pressure do you feel? I thought you say one, I say one, we'll go back and forth, and then That will give us an idea of all the different things we could talk about tonight because I have so many in mind.
1: Love it. So I would have to say the first one that comes to mind as a woman, and I think actually being in my mid-30s now, is this pressure to look amazing and to look 10 years younger. And my body needs to be perfect, and I need to constantly be working out, and I need to be on trend with fashion and on trend with my makeup, and I, I just need to be put together in every single aspect of my appearance. I think that is a really
0: good point, and when you said we just need to look perfect, I'm like, oh, you could, if there's so many things in there. It's like your skin needs to look perfect. Now there's the thing with Botox and Kybella and sculpting of your body and getting microblading done on your eyebrows and waxing and... Being fit and fashion and hair and nails and there's like so much pressure on women. So 100% that would be the first thing that comes to
1: mind. It never ends. It's never ending. Never ending. When you just even said nails, waxing, microblading, lashes, hair. It is a constant go, go, go. Botox, cool sculpting. Like you even need to start like... You have to be perfect in every aspect, even if you're standing, even if you're naked.
0: Yeah. I Yeah. And I 100% agree. I think for me, one of the things that I think is uh, such a pressure on women too, is to be the perfect, um, like the minute you have a boyfriend, it's like, when are you guys going to get engaged? Uh, the minute you're uh-huh. engaged, when are you getting married? The minute you're married when are you having babies? The minute you have one baby, when are you guys adding a second? It's like it's never enough for people and people just naturally don't mind their own business. So I think just the pressure on women to have children in general, it's like when you get to our age and you don't have a kid, they look at you kind of like, what's wrong with you? Can you not have children?
1: Right. Do you not like children?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like are you are you too much into your hair and your makeup and your nails that you don't want a child? Yeah, exactly. Like they don't think of your backstory or or you know, you're divorced or, or whatever. We talked about Jared um a couple weeks ago and, and they don't think about those type of stories. They they honestly just um think about themselves or their own society's pressure that they put on you. And some and you know what oftentimes I find that it is other women. It is. And They're they probably the felt the same way as we did, but now it's like a societal thing where they can ask that.
1: I find that it they can sometimes be your worst critic. Yeah. And we're supposed to be empowering one another and upbuilding one another and being this tribe and supporting one another. And we talk so much about that on here of being these boss babes and, you know, um, wearing our... Like, I always read these quotes and it always says that, like, you should all wear your crowns and, like, everyone should be walking high and you shouldn't be putting anybody down... But then, on the flip side of things, they're the ones that are, you know, picking you apart for not having children.
0: I know. Or any just just picking other women apart. I I, I truly think that women are the worst for this. And I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm totally guilty of this. Me too. We get together. I mean, last Saturday, I had the girls over. And, you know, there was five of us. And, of course, we got in, like, you know, we're gossiping. And we're being exactly what we're complaining about right now. So... You know, I think girls, it's just like, that is sort of a stereotype and fortunately it's one. I think we're getting a little bit better where women are trying to lift each other up, so I think that's at least moving in a positive direction, but certainly there's pressure that we put on each other. Um, What about pressure to be a perfect homemaker. I was. You stole the words right out of my mouth. Yeah, keep yeah. a good home, yeah. clean, neat, tidy, cook a meal, have it on the table for your man.
1: Groceries, stocked.
0: Yeah, the house fruits is and clean. vegetables, house is clean. Yeah, totally. I think
1: there's pressure on, on, on women there 100%. Yeah, and I can contest to that because that was once my life If you go back 10 to 12 years ago, that pressure that I had then was, I constantly was trying to, if the ironing wasn't done, I was down on my hands and knees scrubbing the bathrooms. And if the bathrooms were clean, what could I clean next? Oh, I have to do the sheets. And if the sheets in the bed wasn't done, then I have to be, you know, I have to be at the Walmart, I have to be at the produce market, I have to be at the Costco, I have to be at the Save on Foods, and I have to get it all done. And there was never, oh, and now I have to do this, and I have to put that in the oven, and there was never a time where i felt that i could ever stop in that regard and i never was good enough ever
0: I, i like you know what i i often think about this is that oftentimes some of this pressure that is put on women it is pressure that happened from back in the day right like a woman in the 60s was someone who stayed at home cooked cleaned, took care of the kids and kept herself looking nice. You know, she'd be wearing, she'd be making dinner in heels and a nice little dress, right? Um, And the problem is, is that that expectation is still there, but now there's also an expectation that we also bring money into the home. So most men, um, at least the men that I know and respect, and it's not to say, I'm not dissing any of my friends that, or people that I know that choose to stay at home and be a homemaker and a stay-at-home mom, like a stay-at-home mom is a job, but but, like, now there's an expectation that we are doing all those things, plus we're earning an income and bringing money into the house. And I don't think men will under ever understand just the amount of responsibility that a woman does carry on her shoulders. And, like, somehow we manage to get it all done.
1: You do. Somehow you manage to get the kids... To school, their lunches packed, to swimming lessons, to soccer on the weekends, to groceries in the house, to the laundry done. But, and at the end of the day, you're, and somehow you still manage to get out the door and do a workout. Yeah. But you are the one that is primarily carrying that. And it's not to say that men don't contribute or help out around the house or, um, you know, go out there and and provide and make a living. But I think it's because in this day and age, and we see it more and more that now women are um, entering the workforce in these careers where they are CEOs, or they're making over a 100000 But it's typically the men that are the breadwinners of the family. And I think that's why a lot of those other things fall onto the shoulders of a woman.
0: Yeah. And I mean, I think it's, I mean, stereotypically, it is more a man. I think that that gap closes every day. Um, But yeah, and households as we were growing up certainly the the men were the breadwinners um i know it, with my ex-husband and i our incomes were a lot closer um but you know that that gap continues to get closed um and then you know those were kind of the top 3 that i had in mind that i wanted us to talk about but i want to talk about sexual pressure because do you ever feel like there's sexual pressure on women in terms of like shave your legs give me a blow job I want to have sex seven days a week you know so like you cut you you're you work all day you come home you make a meal you clean up the house and now you also have to put a little effort in the bedroom as well I think there are certainly women women that feel that there's also pressure to perform absolutely whenever their partner is craving them
1: but not only to perform, but to perform well, and to be good in bed, and to look sexy in lingerie, and to have that sass and that confidence. Yeah, Some... not just starfish. No, but sometimes you don't have that sass and confidence at 10 o'clock at night after you've just put three kids to bed and worked a full day and fed them.
0: Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Or, or the, you know, there's you certainly women. I think yeah. everyone's different, right? Because I remember, and I want to talk about this with the Ask a Guy panel, and I'm dying to get that. We've been trying to get it going for you guys, so we apologize. We actually had it scheduled for last week. That's why we didn't have an episode, because a couple of the guys had to pull out. So um, we thought instead of throwing a last minute episode uh, to you guys and doing a crappy panel, we'd wait until we get some good content for you. So we apologize for missing last week. But I want to ask them what their expectation is for how often they're having sex a week. Ooh, that's
1: because
0: good so everyone has different sexual libidos, yes. right? Um, you know, I would say that and I think it really depends on how long you've been in a relationship. Yeah, I because think so. when you first are dating someone, you're having sex Six times a day. Well, that was my point. I mean, there were times where, you know, my boyfriend and I, we were having sex when we first started dating, like like you said, like four times a day. There is no way I'd be having sex right now four times a day. that (laughs) That doesn't happen. But I do think that we luckily have a very healthy sexual sex life. Like we... Definitely are intimate. I, th- I think more than the average person, but I think it's all relative. Like, I talk to some friends and they go, oh, like, if I have sex once a week, like, that's a good week for me.
1: Oh. No, I would have to say you're at least having sex at least three or four. For me, it has to be three or four times a week.
0: But at the same time, TA, what I will say to you is that you haven't been in a long-term relationship in a long time.
1: No, but even when I was in a long-term relationship... We were having sex six times a day.
0: Yeah, I still, I know the one you're talking about. I don't think you can count that. I mean like a steady, real, long-term, normal, healthy relationship. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. I, I don't think that you can count. Count. I'm going to, I want you to get a boyfriend and I want you to be dating for a year. And then I'm going to ask you that question. Okay. Because I don't think it's going to be six times a day. I can okay. promise you that. And I think three or four times a week is probably going to be the right number, but I'm curious if it is. Because that's how often I have sex now, currently. Right. Yeah. If not more. So I'm there too. I'm just, I don't think we're the norm. I really honestly don't.
1: No, I don't think so either, because if I'm looking back to my relationship when I was married, um, yeah, that speaks for it all. <laughs> I was I like, was, are you really going to go there? Because I'll go there. I mean... No, I was just going to say, this. my silence just spoke, spoke for Spoke for it
0: all. Yeah, right. I mean, I don't know how deep you want to get into that, but certainly when I was married, there were times where it would be months oh. where we hadn't had sex. Months, months right? So... For you to say, oh yeah, no, for me, I wouldn't handle anything that was three to four, three or four times a week at the minimum. It's like, well, no, that's not true because when you're married, you weren't having that right. So it's definitely, you know, I think it's all relative and I think people do get into those ruts. I do think a physical connection is so important. But what I will say is I still think that there is a pressure on a woman to like, be adventurous in bed and like try these different things and make these certain sounds and by the way you better be able to orgasm because if I can't make you come, then I feel like less of a man and um oh and shave your legs because god forbid I you know, pull my leg up on your prickly leg and don't forget to (laughs) shave your kitten too because I certainly don't want to go down on you if you're, you've got a little extra hair there and shave your armpits and smell nice and wear lingerie and be lotioned up, spank me, whatever it is that you're into there. I think there is a pressure on women, you know, and that just also goes back onto the pressure of bodies and like what a woman should look like and what a woman should sound like and feel like and... Ah, oh, it sucks being a woman.
1: Well, you know, it's about the body image is it's and not by all means. Do I not now in being 35? Yeah, of course, when I look at myself in the mirror, do I think, Oh, I would really like to tone this part of my arm. Oh, I would really like my legs to look like this. Or, you know, I wouldn't mind my stomach just to be a little bit more defined. But I don't beat myself up over it. Um, That's one thing that I would definitely say that um, I myself, I, I've never had to deal with. That has never been something that I've dealt with is having these body issues on my own, which has gotten me down. But I will say this is it's like these men kind of tend to forget that you are a 35-year-old woman who you're not 19 anymore or 20 years old.
0: Yeah, so of course you don't look like a little Victoria's it's, Secret no. model. Like, that's just not normal body It's not, hell. Like, I mean, I think women certainly can do look, am I the weight and the, is my body the way that I would like it to be in a perfect world right now? No. But am I really doing anything to fix it? No. So if I'm beating up on myself, I do at, at some point have to take some accountability and be like, you know, I've said it before. I've been in a lazy rut. I need to get off my ass. Um, I've ordered my Tracy Anderson and, you know, you boss babes out there can start holding me accountable. Like, I think that women go through ebbs and flows in life and sometimes they're working really hard on their career. You know, we've been working really hard on getting this podcast up and running. Um, You know, I've gone through a huge life change in my relationship. You, you know, I went through a divorce last year. So there's like a ton of other things that have sort of Played a part. I played a part in me falling off the rails because I've gone through phases where I'm a total gym rat and I'm at the gym five days a week at 5.45 a.m. So yeah, am I like now women kind of have to be accountable a little bit? I feel more bad for the women who are doing everything they can. And for whatever reason, they still can't change something about themselves that they really don't like. Um, But there is certainly pressure. You feel the pressure.
1: Oh, you do? It's just, uh, you do feel the pressure. I feel the pressure. It's just sometimes I think to myself, like, yeah, I'm 35. Of course I have cellulite. Of course my, I have hips. Of course my legs are not stick thin. Like, I'm not, I'm curvy. But you you know what?
0: Men like curves. Thank God. Yes. Now like that stick figure boy look is out. Yes. And men like a little hips and and some curves. So thank God for that. Otherwise I would be the opposite of what, what men like cuz I have curves, yeah. right? But um yeah, they're they're There is a pressure and you're right. Like, I think it helps when you get to this age where you really learn to appreciate your body. You appreciate the fact that you're not in a wheelchair. You appreciate the fact that you can get up every day. You appreciate the fact that you can go to a spin class or whatever and you can breathe and live another day. And like, it goes back to the Jared episode is like you, you for yourself have really seen like where you where you where could that life is so short and Mm -hmm. you can end up in that sort of situation you have to be appreciative for your body your journey and then on the other hand I think that that a lot of women just have a stronger mental psyche when it comes to this type of stuff like I have friends who look amazing they're way skinnier than I am or they're way healthier than I am and yet They're the ones in the mirror beating themselves up, and I'm the heaviest I've ever been in my entire life. And I'm like, meh, I'll order I'll get to it next month. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) I'm certainly not happy, but I'm not like I don't deserve to live. I'm such a fat slob. I'm a lazy bitch. I what am I thinking? Oh, he's never gonna like me like i'm I've never no. had that those mental health issues, and I do think that is a mental health thing
1: oh, it is mental health is definitely it is a real thing and and so many people men and women struggle with anxiety and depression and, and body dysmorphia and, and and totally and even in you know I just even about that when you if any of you are fans of watching the show, this is us. Kate deals with body issues. Throughout all of we're into the third season and how difficult that 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 um, can be. There's just so many pressures out there when we really start to put it into it. Yeah. Being single, do you ever feel pressure
0: or judged Ooh, for being good... your
1: age and being single? That's such a good question. So I'm so glad you asked that. Um, so no, I don't. But that's because I've been married twice. So perhaps if I was 35 and I had never been married or if I was never in a long-term relationship, I think that I probably would feel the pressure that I'm not in a relationship or I'm not looking to get married and that I am still single. I actually used to think that me being married twice was the biggest deal ever and that Nobody was going to want to even take the time to want to get to know me once they found out that not only have I been married once and widowed, but that I was married a second time for quite a long time and then divorced and that they were going to just look at that as something that was negative, that they weren't going to look at that as something that means that I'd like live life or I had depth or that I just, I get it. But I don't think that anymore. Now I think of that and I'm like, look. I had two guys that wanted to marry me. I had two guys that saw that I was going to be a good wife, a good partner, a good friend, a good confidant, a hard worker. And even though in the end, for both separate reasons, it didn't work out, doesn't mean that it's a negative. I have lived quite an an interesting life and experience
0: but without knowing you do you think that there's a pressure on single women out there to have a date for new year's to have a date for around the holidays or do you not feel that much way anymore i
1: don't feel that way do you feel that you're
0: judged for being divorced
1: again i do sometimes
0: though from older people Not people around my age, but I'll be talking to colleagues who are like in their 50s and they're like, oh, like they don't know how to, to they don't know how to react to it. Right. Do you know what I mean? They're like, oh, I didn't know. Anyways, do you know what I mean? Like they just,
1: they're not just like
0: oh, yeah, no, so, so do I. You know what I mean? I guess it's becoming more common, but certainly I feel that
1: sometimes. They're like, "Uh." I think it, I think that once I really started to open up and I would start talking and being like, and I'm much more reserved now with what I choose. And not that I don't tell my story. I do. Like, I put it out here on no, the podcast. you're a talker. Yeah. I'm, I'm a sharer. I'm a talker. And I'm, I want to hear other people's stories. But I do hold it back a little bit more now. Like, I used to more have the mindset, well, I'm just going to tell them because if we're going to continue spending time together, I don't want this to come up in 10 weeks from now. Yeah. Whereas now, I kind of more think, actually, I'm not really going to say much to you because I like you and I think that you're great, but I don't really know if I'm gonna like you in ten weeks from now and if I'm even and if I'm even gonna want you around. And I don't know if you're that important and that special to me that I'm going to share something like this with you. <laughs> but I don't know. Like I just don't I think it was more when it was new. I thought that it was more taboo. But now that it's been a few years, I'm kind of just like, it's just like, yeah.
0: It's just part of you and and you you start
1: to... And I think that once I started just meeting more people and actually talking to others and really being able to open up and share stories with so many other people that have come in my life and I hear their stories, there is a big part I'm like oh, mine is, like, that's really not Let's that big it. deal. <laughs> like, well, I'm normal. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's so like, true. And I really, like, start hearing what other people have gone through, and I'm just like, oh, well, I thought I had a story to tell, right? So, yeah, because exactly. Because I used to keep that to myself. But that's such a good question. No, I don't feel the pressure. Um to be in a relationship or to be married or to have, I don't feel the pressure to have children. Yeah. And I'm very much in a mindset where I feel like my life has been great without them. And I'm sure if, if I had children, my, 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 life would be great with them. So did you
0: ever feel pressure to have children when you are married though? Yes, I did. I was going to say, because I think right now you don't feel the pressure because no one's asking you, Hey TA, when are you having a baby? No, you're single. So that'd be like the most weirdest question for someone to ask you. And same with me. No one's pressuring me right now because they're like, hey, you're in a new relationship. Like, when are you getting knocked up? No, right? But when I was married, it's like, when are you guys having a baby? When are you going to get married? When are you going to give me a grandchild? And my parents are the worst. Oh, and my dad is the worst. Yeah,
1: exactly. My they dad put the pressure on is you. the one yeah. that was like, when am I going to be a papa? When am I going to be a papa? But I felt more of that pressure once we were married for like five or six years. Not so much in the beginning.
0: My brother and sister-in-law are already getting it right now, and they're not even married. (laughs) They're already getting pressure. Yeah, to have (laughs) babies. They're not even married yet. Like, they're planning their wedding right now, and they're not, and they are getting pressure.
1: Well, the thing is, though, is that, like, my brother and his wife, they'll be married. There are three anniversaries coming up in a couple of weeks. And I'll be honest with you. When am I going to be an aunt? <laughs> <laughs> I know it's oh, hard not on. it's hard not to say it. Right? I I do feel that. Let's okay. So we're talking
0: about having babies, and I definitely think there's a pressure on women to have babies when when you're in a relationship. That's the question people start asking. But one of the things that I feel like isn't um, that we can't relate to as much as because we're not parents is the pressure to be the perfect parent. Right. And I talked to some of my girlfriends that are parents, and they say the mom. Stares and glares are real, right? Like if you're late to school, they're like, "Oh, that mother always brings her kid late to school." Or if their kid's dressed in something weird, they're like, "Oh, how? Why would you let her kid out of the house that way?" Or if they had a sweet in their lunch, it's like, "Oh, my kid eats way more healthy." Or you know what I mean? Like there's so much pressure for your kid to be perfect, be smart, be cute, be right like what
1: school is your child going to oh mine goes to private yeah Yeah, exactly
0: or oh your kid did your what, what school did your kid do oh my kid went to douglas college oh mine's going to ubc right like there's for whatever reason i think there is pressure on parenting to be that perfect parent
1: there is and my um one of my closest girlfriends she has two girls and her youngest daughter they were in a grocery store Uh, together a couple months ago and her daughter had a complete meltdown in the middle of the grocery store. How old her daughter? Older but she had had this complete meltdown and this other mom this other mom was very understanding and and said to my girlfriend like kind of like don't you just love it when they do this and embarrass you and my girlfriend was just she had had enough and she was like Let her go at it. I don't care. (laughs) She just let her, like, scream it out. She just let her go at it. She, but that, like, embarrassing feeling. I
0: can't even imagine. I honestly cannot even imagine. Because
1: then you have the pressure. That
0: when everyone's judging you, like look at that mother just letting her. Tr- Some people are like, look at that mother letting her scream, and then yeah. if you try to, to bribe discipline. the kid to to shut up, they're like, look at that mother.
1: <laughs> well,
0: seriously, like yeah. let's say the kid's throwing a fit because they want a toy. Yeah, and then the mom gets so embarrassed that she's like, fine, you can have the toy. Look at that mother just giving the kid whatever they want, right? Or let's say you discipline that mother. Look at that mother grabbing that kid's hand. It's like you're damned if you do, your.
1: If you don't, absolutely. Like, look at that mother, like, dragging her kid out of the store like this and putting them in the back of the car. And, or look at that mother telling that kid off in public. You're exactly right. You, I've seen it. You cannot win. You cannot win. Yeah. Yeah. That's brutal. Yeah. Or even how about when you are about to be a parent and you're a mother who's expecting, like, well, how dare you think, like, you're going to have an epidural. I'm going to just do this birth naturally. Oh, my God. That's so true. Like, Like, I did it drug-free. Oh, you had a scheduled C-section. I pushed out twins. with Natural. Yeah. And
0: I didn't even use the epidural because I wanted to be present. And I didn't want the chance of the baby to get something infected into them. Or... The mom that will have a glass of wine because they say that it's okay to have, like, a little glass of red wine once a week or something or whatever. I don't know the rules. And they're like, ugh, I can't believe that pregnant woman's doing that. Or coffee, caffeine. Or eating
1: sushi. Yeah. Or getting your child vaccinated. are not supposed
0: to do that. Vaccination. So I know. But what do women
1: in Japan do? Yeah, that's a good point. Like, I want to know. They say that you're not allowed to eat sushi. What about all the pregnant women that live in Japan? What are you eating?
0: Yeah, that's true. I, <laughs> I mean, sushi this, right? is such a big part of their diet, but maybe
1: that's maybe here. they don't
0: eat fish. Maybe
1: I don't know. Like, personally, for me, I don't think if I was pregnant, I would probably stay away from raw fish. Well, but-
0: I'm just that crazy person that literally would stay away from every single thing that I had to, but like, coffee would be so hard for me. No,
1: I think I'd have coffee.
0: Yeah, but you're only supposed to have one cup a day. Mm,
1: I'd have one and a half.
0: Yeah, and you drink a thermos <laughs> full.
1: I drink my swell bottle full.
0: Yeah, exactly, yeah. which is a full thing of coffee, So yeah. you and you can only have one cup yeah, a I day. Don't I don't know what I do. But what about
1: vaccinations? There's just so many I don't things. get
0: vaccines, but I think it's because I'm lazy. It's not that I don't believe in them. No, but as an adult. I'm seeing, like, as a child. What about circumcision? Yeah. That's a good one, too. Yeah. I'm, like, personally... I think I would circumcise my boy so for I. later in life, so he didn't have to be teased. So would I, a hundred percent. And I do think it is more clean
1: because they is. say that
0: the man can get more infected. But,
1: but I think at nowadays, the same time you are mutilating your kid. Yes, but I think nowadays circumcision is done a lot more. Like, they still have to scalpel
0: your son's penis.
1: Yes, but I think that they have a what I'm trying to say is I think it's not like it used to be 20 years ago or 30 years ago totally
0: but they are still cutting your son open for the sake of vanity yeah realistically like I'm just playing devil's advocate don't get me wrong if I ever ever have a boy he's getting circumcised but but do you know what I mean have you ever had sex with someone who's not circumcised? Yes, <laughs> so am I. It's like no,
1: <laughs> which is, is why I
0: don't ever want
1: anyone talking about my precious son that way. like but the thing is as we we're talking about this, these ones like I'm going through their their penises are popping up in my head right. <laughs> I
0: hope none of our listeners have an uncircumcised penis. I feel bad. I feel bad for them. Sorry. Yeah.
1: <laughs> this is just our personal I mean, preference. it's
0: fine. This is just our personal <laughs> preference. Yeah, exactly. If we're trying to retract, we yeah. put it out there. Yeah, exactly. You made me think of my brother, though, because he'd be like, sounds like a PP. And I'm like, what's that? He's like, personal problem. <laughs>
1: For a second I was like, Oh, your brother's
0: not circumcised. <laughs> like, That's weird. Yeah, it's weird that you're asking me, but I it's weird that I know the answer yeah, to that. I know the answer too. Okay, good. Oh. My, no, not about your brother, for my brother. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be even weirder. Oh but yes, okay. I'm glad that I'm not the only okay. one who knows if their brother is clear yeah, I'm glad, glad we cl- cleared yeah, that out. Yeah, you don't know if my brother yes, is again. or not. Well, I, I mean, do now. I was going to say, well, you know what? I'm not going to share. And one day if you find out, we'll know how. But he's engaged and yes. I love her. So I hope you never know. May yes. you, Cheers to me. You never know if my brother <laughs> is circumcised or not. Okay, so... Let's continue because of course we could probably go on for hours. Like, what other pressures are there on women? I think the biggest one right now is really appearance. Yeah. And I wanted to ask you, but then I thought maybe I'll save it for an XO or no. But you know what? Let's just throw an X or a No right into the middle of the podcast. Why not? We're okay. going on. we're going rogue here. Um, XO or no? A man that asks you he offers to pay for it but he wants you to get a boob job so i want you to get a boob job i'll pay x or no no
1: now what if you wanted one if i wanted one that would be
0: okay or if you had no boobs See, so let's say you were completely like neither you or i are flat-chested but let's say we were mm-hmm. we were an a cap. you're in an a cap you've never thought about it and your man who you've been dating for a year goes you know what honey I really like a woman with tits I'm a tea guy I'm a you know I love some A, but really I'm a tea guy I want you to get a set of tits I'll pay full price 15 grand however much they
1: cost go under the knife for me baby so my reasons for saying no is because I do have Um, a few friends that are really close to me that have their boobs done and I also have a good friend who had her breasts done after she had breast cancer and she had a lot of complications from the actual like silicone implants and it was almost causing her health issues to the effect that it was giving her symptoms like MS and the second she had them taken out She was so much better again. But because I've now been exposed to all this information about breast implants and even my other really good girlfriend who does have her boobs done said, even though she likes them, if she would have known how she was going to feel after getting them done, she would never have gotten them done because you are now putting something foreign into your body and your body is Going, it, it's your body
0: it. changes and fight it, fights it, it's it like it an infection. Totally, they're agree. not
1: putting something that's like vegan and healthy into your body. They are putting something that silicone. is silicone, which yeah. is full of, I'm sure, a whole ton of things that we don't even. Pla- well, think about we, it. Yeah, I'm sure that
0: that silicone is it, in a plastic casing, it is. so that. You're putting plastic into your body yes. and now they say don't even drink out of a plastic water bottle. So so for those So I'm sorry? Reasons, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So for
1: those so reasons. So health reasons. Okay, so what if reasons,
0: yeah. now you you meet the love of your life tomorrow and you are before you're you know, you're have you said your age on this podcast? Yeah, it's not thirty five. Okay, so you're thirty five years old and you decide I met the love of my life. I want to have a baby now because I want to have it before I'm 40. So at 37, let's say you get knocked up Mm -hmm. and you decide I'm too old. You're not, but you know what I mean? I only want to have one. And your man comes to you and says, babe, I love you. You're the love of my life. I've put a big rock on your finger, but your tits are a little saggy now after breastfeeding. I don't want you to get a, you don't have to get an implant, but what about a little lift to make them perky again? Would you do that? XO or no?
1: Well, I'd be saying, you know what, babe? I love you, <laughs> but you're not circumcised. So tell you what, I'll get a little lift and you get a little snip snip and we'll call it even.
0: What if <laughs> you said your what, 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 so, so you would know. See, no, and I. Don't think I'm, I'm a, okay, and see, I am of the opposite thing. Like, if I ever have babies, I think I want to get a reduction and get them lifted again and reduced, and so it's really the only thing that you would have is a scar they're not putting anything foreign into your body they're really taking your breast tissue and lifting it back up and reducing the amount because for larger chested women like us after breastfeeding like
1: well yes no your boobs are hanging to your belly button I think it would really ha- it would really depend on after and how I would feel, and I can't s- really speak, speak to it, speak to that because I'm not a mother and I've never been pregnant and I've never had to breastfeed a child. So you know, I don't never want to say never because I don't know, I haven't been in that situation. So maybe you know, you I can't would. say though. No. I can't say. What but- if they say, "xo,"
0: so <laughs> "xo," or "no," hun? Your nose could use some work. Or I like it when girls get lip injections.
1: No, I'd just be saying like... So you would never date a
0: guy who would no, make I'd be suggestions. i like,
1: out to freaking lunch. Like, no, I
0: agree. I like, don't think a man should ever suggest plastic surgery.
1: No, I don't think so. And I'm like, how would he feel if I was saying stuff about him? Like, you know what... I really think, I think that, you should like, get a tuck, or... You have a beer belly. Or you're
0: losing your hair. I want you to get plugs. Exactly.
1: How would they feel about that? Like, oh, you know what? I actually think that I'd like you to go, and I don't really want you... to. I want you to start getting your balls waxed <laughs> now.
0: I don't like that you're shaving. I want you to do actually, anal bleaching. I want
1: you to get lasered, like... They would... I'm pretty sure... They will. No. They wouldn't like that. They wouldn't like that. Like, because I don't even think I would... And actually, I can actually... Would you buy. do Botox? No, I don't. See, so here's the thing is that I'm all about... Products and beauty and looking good and spending my time uh, getting ready and it's so funny because there's this song by I gotta play it for you after by Luke Combs and I was listening to it the other I love day him. and it starts out saying like she starts her day with a cup of coffee and ends it with a glass of wine and then he, she talk he talks about how and like I like I love her and how long she takes to get ready and I'm just Beautiful, like crazy yeah I'm like this song is perfect this is for me this perfect. is for me like I take a lot long have time you going. heard no no hold on.
0: I was thinking about this earlier when you were talking and then I totally forgot. But now that you're talking about country music because we are huge fans. Yes. Have you heard Maren Morris's new song? No. It's called Girl. And no. it is so good. We're to it you after have to this. listen to this, yeah. Um, but anyways, that's besides the point. But it's definitely you know what it is? It's about a woman waking up in the morning and not
1: loving herself, her okay. body and stuff. So it's perfect on topic. I want I want to listen. Um but back back to that about I'm, I'm the first one to say that I want to try the newest serum and the newest, you know, product and face roller and, and all this. But then I think it's, I think it's the medical, the the medical behind it. I think that's what stops me from wanting to have something like Botox done. Mm-hmm. And I, um I always thought a few years ago that, that, Because I I do have the expression lines now in my forehead that like, oh, I would get Botox. But But they're not bad. No, but I also think, and I think this just comes with getting older too and just having that mindset. And we talked about like, I'm like, when I go to work out, I want to have the mindset that, you know what, I'm not going to grumble about this. I'm happy that I'm able to get up and take a deep breath and I'm able to move my legs and my arms and I'm able to move my body and work out and, and do a spin class or a dance class. And it's the same thing with getting older. I'm grateful that I have the, um, time and the and I, I'm able to actually age and I feel that it is a privilege because life is so precious and and some people just don't ha- some people don't have those things and so you know I of course I want to look good I want to look good when I'm 70 years old but, but I
0: think that women it is a personal preference and and I don't judge any woman no. that does it. like I certainly right now I'm looking into Kybella and I think that's what it's called and that's you know if I get that it's my personal preference and though that's the like the injections where oh, ate totally the, or but I mean it it is what it is. I think everyone has to do whatever makes them comfortable and be comfortable with but like what a good mentality to have if you're totally comfortable in your skin and you like I would do that sculpting. Oh cool Where sculpting. they do like
1: cool sculpting. Yeah so I would do that. Yeah. Because that's not invasive but I don't judge anybody. I have lots of friends that have, get Botox and, and have had plastic surgery or... and um, more than that. Mm-hmm. Um, gastric bypass surgery i've had a friend that has had that done that i used to work with and um i don't look at that or think that it's a negative i feel in that regard each to their own it's but i also
0: think that that's the pressure that maybe i hope they got it for the right reasons and they're in the mentality like you let's say like you have this mentality but you're like you know maybe you'll get to be 50 and be like you know what i do want to get rid of those expression lines and now i'm i'm 50 years old i want to try botox you never know totally but Um, I hope you do it for the right reasons. I hope that girl that you knew that got gastric bypass surgery, for example, didn't do it because they never felt good about themselves and they always felt pressure and they, and so they went because that was their last resort to make themselves happy. And I feel like people that have that mentality and this is, I have a good friend, like I said, that looks beautiful. She looks amazing. She's tiny. She's gorgeous. And yet never feels good enough. And I think that that's more, that can be in your head Mm -hmm. more than that's in your heart.
1: Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think that like we we talked about kids, and now we're just talking about all these pressures for girls. And we talked about if we had a boy, would we get them circumcised? But like, do you have a preference? Is if you were to have children and raise them, would you want girls or would you want boys, or does it not matter to you?
0: This is so funny because because I think there's a pressure with that. No, it's like I I, I definitely yeah no I definitely think that there is a pressure with that. But it's so funny. I always used to say that I want boys.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And now I want a girl. If I were to ever have a baby, I'd want a girl. But that's so funny because I never thought that. But you don't get to choose, unfortunately. So you, you sorta of have to you have a fifty fifty shot and you sorta of have to
1: Embrace it. Embrace what it you have. Because
0: yeah. I know that if I do ever have a baby, I only want one. Right. right. Yeah. So it is what it is. It's whatever I get. Yeah, and, and that would suck.
1: Realistically for me, if I if I do uh have children, the the chances are that I will probably only have one child. And it's so it's so funny because if you would have known me back when I was 19, 20, 21, I wanted children so bad. Oh, same. Everybody that were my friends that were married, because all of my friends at that time, that friend group, we all got married so young. Everybody thought, Tamara and Jared are going to be the ones that will have children first. And, of course circumstances were that he got sick and and that just wasn't the case but and
0: your life would have potentially been so different yeah. and the thing is, is my parents say that all the time is my parents say that to me all the time they can't believe that I didn't have kids yeah and I mean I look at it now and go thank goodness I didn't yeah because I, I would never want to be a co-parent no I think it's so too. challenging and I I get to see how challenging it can be and like I I wouldn't have wanted to be in that situation and so I'm just glad that I had the intuition to not do that to myself. Um, but certainly I think when I was younger, I always would play dolls and play house. And when I was older and had younger siblings or friends, they'd be my little babies or yes, kids me too. and we would always play. Yes. And yeah, I, I, I do have a maternal instinct inside me and I'm very, I'm very good with kids. I've always been good with kids. Yeah, me too. Um, I yeah. think my friends, uh, could not deny that. It's funny cause my, two of my best friends are not at all uh yeah no not at all so they they definitely um uh they they definitely wouldn't agree that they don't know in no rush to have kids or whatnot but um and I went through a phase and I think a lot of the phase two was around because I knew I didn't want to have kids with my ex Mm -hmm. because I sort of always knew that I knew that it would potentially get to where it did go yeah. divorce right yeah. so I didn't want to co-parent and so I kind of lied to myself and said oh maybe I don't even want to have kids do you know what I mean but yeah. and even now I'm kind of if it happens it happens if it doesn't it doesn't I'm still happy in my life yeah. I don't need them to fulfill me me too but I feel there's a
1: pressure yeah no I I just I know and I think that I've accepted kind of along the ways that more than likely if If I am blessed to have a child, I will more than likely be between the ages of 38 and and 40. So for that reason, I would probably only have one. Because, and not just medically, um, I think if I was, say, 40 years old, let's just put it out there, and I was able to healthy, and for myself and for the child, have a second child, I don't know if I would... Because if I'm thinking about long-term and down the road, I don't necessarily know if I want to be 60 with a 20-year-old. And so for that reason, I think that that would be why I would probably only have one.
0: Yeah. No, I, yeah. I, I can totally appreciate that.
1: Yeah. But there's a pressure for that. Like, oh, you're only having one and you're 40 years old. But well, when you're – now your child kids, is going to
0: be... single kids or yeah. – um single kids are such weirdos And or like yeah
1: an only child and they're gonna have parents that are old and and, you know they're like it's so true And why why do we do this to each other we used to have like when i was growing up these you know like mutual family friends and they were older like they had kids when they were like 45 so now they're like 65 and they have like a 20 year old we would think that this kid is odd we'd be like that kid is odd and uh, I wish I could say <laughs> his name. <laughs> like, and, he had a weird name too. And, and it's just like and he would have these like old parents and it's just like, you know, I think Yeah, I,
0: I mean my my brother's fiance's parents are quite older. Yes, that's they right. they but had I met them. they yeah, yeah they I had her she was a she was a whoops, right? Yeah. And um and her older, she's she's got three older siblings and they're significantly older than her. Um, but, and I'm sure it was, I think it's weirder when they're younger and they're in school and, and people are like, those are grandparents yes, or whatever. But I think now up. later in life,
1: it's not as weird. But yeah, I think when they're young. Maybe it's more common now because I do think that people are waiting a lot longer to have children compared to in our parents' days when they had kids. Like yeah. Like, my parents had the three of us by the time they were 27. I'm sure your parents were oh, relatively the same
0: age. No younger.
1: No, they had three of us. I was already yeah, five. Yeah,
0: that's, well, that's true. There yeah. was three of you. But when I think about my, I think my my mom and dad had me and my brother before they were even 25.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so, so but I think that yeah. that was more normal like, back then, back then. Yeah, whereas totally. now people are waiting. But it's so funny because I'll have these conversations with my parents or they've gone away and they've traveled and my mom will come back and she'll recap the trip. And she's like, oh, your dad and I were on the plane and we saw this family and they had three kids and they were just screaming and they the couple must have been just a couple of years younger than us. And I'm looking at your dad thinking, there's no way I could do that now. And then I, I start to think that like, oh, no, am I going to be? too tired in... 15 years from now am I going to be 55 years old or 50 years old and I don't want to be exhausted if I have a 10 or a 15 year old like I want to know and I I like to travel and then you have to pay for three seats on the plane instead of two I want to have the energy to have a child and take care of a child
0: but um, I think you make it work but yeah there's definitely a pressure is there any other pressures that you feel that we missed or need to discuss I'm sure there's lots and as soon as we finish this podcast we're going to think of a million and we could go on for hours but at the end of the day I think that women just need to be kinder to each other yes we do i think that we need to i think we put some of the pressure on ourselves we do
1: i think we get in our own minds it's totally true like you know mind mind over matter and once you start getting into your head and you you start to think all of these things and it can just really take away from being present in your everyday life. So definitely self-love.
0: I and, think, yeah, yeah, I think that's a good point. I, you need to find someone, if you are going to be in a relationship, I think you need to find someone who loves you for you. That's yes. so important. No one that's going to And then if you're change. by yourself or you want to be by yourself or choose to be by yourself, I think it's so important to love yourself for who you are and appreciate what you, what you have. And yeah. there's so many out there that are, are less fortunate so, than us. So yeah, absolutely. I think self-love is so important. And um, you know, everyone, go out there and spread a little love today. I think so. I think that's the our main message. So, thank you so much for joining us for this week's podcast. Um, we thought it would be so much fun to talk about all the pressures on women. Um, we hope you enjoyed tonight's episode, and we also hope you join us on Thursday to talk about glowing to the stars highlighters on our beauty banter at on Thursday at 10 a.m. Don't forget to follow that podcast page at XOXO beauty banter. Don't forget to follow this page at XOXO Boss Babes. Please share and tell your friends to listen. Rate, review, share, subscribe the podcast. You can listen to it anywhere where you can listen to podcasts. Apple, Spotify, Google, etc. And um, did I miss anything? If you have any questions, email us at requestbossbabes at gmail.com. Thank you so much for those of you who are sending in questions for Ask a Guy panel. Keep them coming because we are so excited for our panel and that will be coming up soon. And um, that's everything. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you. See ya.
1: You know you you love love us. us.
0: XOXO. Boss Babes.